0: Aw oh, man, I wish I had a fairy godmother to help me with my fit. It's looking kind of busted right now. Ah, hey you cutie with no hoodie. It's your fairy godmother. Damn, you mean a fairy god me? Because we sound just alike. Am I having an insecure Issa Rae in the mirror moment? Yeah, whatever, don't worry about it. We got you covered, OK? So we're going to make sure that you are looking hot this winter when you go out to have a ball. OK, OK. So, So what y'all got over there? Well, I am the Millennials Anonymous DTLR Villa Fairy. say that 10 times fast, and they got you. They got matching sets from Puma, Nike, Juicy Couture, and so much more. Okay. So all you gotta do is go to Millennials backslash shops and click on DTLR Villa, and you can get the savings today. Okay, let's go. Now, hurry back, cuz- my car's gonna turn into a pumpkin if I don't come back on time? No, Millennials Anonymous is on, so let's go. <laughs> Millenni, millennial, millennia, you what? You've got me a trick, from the last year, we'll what? My name is Lisa, and I'm a fucking millennial. I did not. 'Cause we're Pharrell. We system. made it out some shit. Police Pharrell, Pharrell. Yeah, you know we run the world, right? Just want y'all to know that. That don't even sound right. That don't even sound like me. Mm mm. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the individual guests owned and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Millennials Anonymous or MAPS Media. The material and information presented here is for entertainment purposes only and not meant to malign any person, place, thing, or group. MAPS Media's name and all forms and abbreviation are the property of its owner, And its use does not imply endorsement or opposition of any specific organization, product, or service. This is purely entertainment, folks. Now let's get it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it's your girl, Lee Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. Let's get this party started right. And so, so very quickly because you, it's just me. You got me and you Your mama and your cousin too I was gonna say you and I T-Y It's just me in unity with myself Okay, that today you have that So we are gonna break it down Like break it down to the breakdown We're gonna get your top 10 trending will be in this episode and we got a lot to talk about because there's a lot of things that happened recently this is a lot of shit that's happened recently just stuff just keeps going on until the break of dawn the january 6th committee of course the Roe versus Wade was overturned and them trying to fight Joe Manchin. Oh my god, Joe Manchin Lord. I don't know. I'm like, Joe, just switch sides. Like what why do you
1: Well somebody can sing your level?
0: Like why are you I feel like he a op. He the op. Somebody need to go check him, cause I'm pretty sure he like he has to be like an undercover bird. Republican like otherwise it's not Or at least an independent a libertarian Because like it's not making sense And it's not Connecting the math is not Mathing it's not mathematical And I don't Know it's just not mathematical it doesn't One plus one does Not equal two it equals eleven And it's just not happening So we somebody needs to check on him because I don't know what's going on with Joe Manchin but It's a lot of stuff it's a lot of stuff that was happening and I I need to make some corrections let me make a correction so I was talking about a local story which I think that we probably as podcasters and media people we probably should talk about local stories way more than we do like we talk about national stories and what happens when you talk about national stories everybody's fucking talking about the same shit and nine out of ten you probably don't have a different commentary from the last 150,000 people that just talked about it I'm just saying like I'm no different I am no different but here's the thing the squeegee kid incident where it was a 14 year old squeegee kid who killed a driver okay which seems to be something that's happening a lot recently like I think that it was a water kid in Atlanta who had shot someone like I don't know what's going on but this seems to be a trend here in Baltimore and I want to get the kids name so let me pull this up real quick uh and this actually did make national attention so this is actually in the Washington Post because the the Washington Post I think ABC News picked it up because I think it was on their main site but it's just something that people have been talking about So, in this particular case last week, I talked about it. It happened last Thursday, I believe. A squeegee kid, because I said some of them is boys to men. Like, some of these people is men. But then in this particular case, the guy or the kid that shot the 48-year-old, Timothy Reynolds, that's the, the driver, was 14 at the time. He has since turned 15, but he was 14 at the time. And they haven't i don't think they've released the name of the kid but the kid is 14 years old so what happened was is that i don't know if there was an incident because no one really knows for sure what made timothy reynolds who was the victim in this case get out of his vehicle last week and like Ms. wendy say i'm a woman and i am entitled to change my mind and i have changed my mind slightly so last week i said that i didn't think the squeegee kid was in the wrong but as you get more information and that's why you got to let the facts come through let that fax machine work char, let it come through get the paper i know it take a long time but we got to get that facts. you have to have the facts that's why sometimes you got to keep quiet till you have all of the facts and so the facts have since come through there's some holes but mostly come through Timothy Reynolds got a, he was a mechanical engineer he got out of his car for whatever reason something happened between him and the squeegee kid he parked his car he crossed a four-lane street okay so there was plenty of time and he got out of his car with a metal bat so he got out of his car with the intent that he was going to at least scare them or hit them because otherwise you do not get out of your car this is why you do not go after people you are not a superhero you are not the authorities if somebody kicks your car or does anything to you you call the authorities and allow them to do it so i feel like had he not gotten out of his car we wouldn't be in this situation now but that does not hit all the key points and the the issues in this matter so once he gets out of his car they say that there were cameras but it blocked the view there was some type of confrontation or conversation that was had At this point, Mr. Reynolds walks back to his car. So no one is hurt at this point. The kids must have said something to him. He turns around. At this point, they start throwing rocks at his head. They actually do hit him. At this point, he starts to chase them with the bat. So the kids turn around and run away. The 14 year old who shot and killed him turns around, pulls a shot, shoots him in his chest. He turns, he runs with his friends, then he turns again and he shoots him, I believe, four more times while he was on the ground. Okay, this is where the issue is. So they had plenty of time to actually flee the scene or run away. So self-defense, you can try it because that's the defense that they're going with. But it's going to be kind of hard to actually run with a self-defense argument in this particular case because he had so many opportunities to leave the situation especially when Reynolds was walking away now I don't know if they thought he was going to go back to his car and get a gun I am not sure what the the thought process was but regardless he was walking away so at this point so it's going to be very hard to run with that I, my biggest issue now is that they also are trying this kid as an adult for first degree murder. I think, I think they should try him as a juvenile. He has not had any other run-ins with the law. This doesn't address, however, the fact that you do have a 14 year old kid with an unregistered, unlicensed firearm, which is problematic. It also squeegee people or squeegee kids have been a problem in Baltimore City forever, And they've been trying to address it, but for whatever reason, they haven't. Like I said, they have, I've not had a bad interaction with them, but I've seen them have, do bad things to people's cars. Like I've seen it. So they've been a nuisance. A nuisance doesn't necessarily make you a suspect, but it is a nuisance nonetheless. So trying to figure out how to figure out, I said that twice in a row, but how to handle the situation it's going to be problematic, but I will keep you up to date with this since I brought the story up. But yeah, I I changed my mind slightly. I think the kid should there should be some consequences for this because there were opportunities to go the other way. But I don't think he should be tried as an adult. I don't know if this is Marilyn Mosby, who's the attorney general there. Is this is maybe the strategy because she's running for re-election to say I'm tough on crime and if they get off because the charges are too too big for the crime that maybe the jury won't convict and so she can like kill two birds with one stone for the lack of a better term I don't know but she running for re-election I it is just interesting to me that you are the attorney general that determines and you have pretty much the discretion to prosecute or to not prosecute certain crimes but yet yeah, you are facing federal it, like you you're going to court yourself like it just don't make sense Baltimore it ain't mathematical but nonetheless you Gus carry on and you know what else that I've seen before we get to top 10 I saw Jay-Z going viral again. So he was doing an interview with Kevin Hart or Kevin Hart was doing an interview with him. I don't know. I think Spotify did it. Like, I don't I don't know. But they were I have not watched the full interview. I just have seen clips. The first one was him talking about life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And then the second one was about helping others. Now, this is the one that really caught my eye because. Because I think a lot of people suffer with this. Now, he did explain to Kevin Hart that they've not been wealthy for very long. So they've not figured out quite how to navigate this system yet. Whereas a lot of people have been have had wealth in their family, especially a lot of white people have had wealth in their family for a while. So they've kind of figured this out. And I think that also brings into the conversation. Typically, they don't expect as much because a lot of them, even if they're not quite as wealthy as you, they can pay their bills. I think people fantasize about being a billionaire, but honestly, especially when you're a billionaire celebrity or very rich celebrity, it can, to me, it seems like it almost is claustrophobic or almost like prison. Like, although you can go anywhere in the world, you really can't go anywhere. Like everywhere you go is people trying to take a picture of you and ask you stuff and you, you know, people trying to stop you on vacation and they're following you and you they could potentially want to rob you or what it, it just seems like it could be claustrophobic. So I get it. At the same time, I think Charlemagne had posted this. I think that's where I saw it. And Charlemagne, in his comment, he said that he never gets mad for people who ask him for money. He just doesn't get mad because he gets it will say that I do think that there is a line. We invoke Jay Z and Beyonce's name in everything, and we don't even know them. Like anytime any issue goes down, we like Jay Z and Beyonce should fix it. Jay Z and Beyonce should get together and get an island for all the black people together. I'm like, listen, their money is finite. We really don't even know technically how much money they have. We just know what Forbes tells us. They we this not the IRS. Like we really don't know how much money they have. So for us to be like. And then you also have to realize they spend money too Right so every month They probably spend over $300,000 Just in security alone Like they're spending the money So it's not just sitting There so then You know we do invoke their name a lot So I can imagine their families Constantly asking them For stuff but At the same time because like you don't want Survivor's remorse either like if you're The one person that made it out It feels like you survived poverty. It almost makes you say, damn, like you almost feel bad that you survived poverty. Because even people who aren't Jay-Z rich and they got out and your family is still very poor, they tend to ask you for stuff. Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? Can you do that? So it can be very hard to tell people no, because you do feel bad that you made it and they did not. Now, with that being said... The average person cannot afford to take care of other people like I feel like Jay-Z can. And Jay-Z, I don't think he should take care of everybody. I don't think it's his responsibility to take care of everybody. But I think when you become a billionaire or at least have the, the money or the privilege or access to others, I don't think it hurts to in the right circumstances to help other people. I don't think it hurts. I think that, if anything, that would help our community. And I think that's part of the problem because we tend to not open the door for others. Once we make it, we tend to shut that door. Because a lot of people that Jay-Z has helped, like, he helped Lil Uzi Vert get out of his contract. He's helped 21 Savage with his legal team. Like, these are already people that have money. They're already famous. Like, it's not... It's not quite the same. Now, he helps poor people, too. Don't get me wrong. But I think that there is a level of opportunity. I think sometimes money is not the most important thing because you can blow money. Like, you know what I mean? Like Chris Rock said, you know, Rick James was rich. Like, you can blow money. But to actually give somebody an opportunity to build a network and to be within that network of people changes lives once you actually know people that are there and it's not even just them you knowing them it's them knowing you that where they can say hey when you're not around oh I know somebody that can do that that's what you want so that's the kind of stuff that changes your life and I I I think he is that type of person I can't say because I've never met him but I hope that more people in the position of power do that. Because sometimes comes money, comes more responsibility when you do have that type of money and you do have that kind of platform. And that's why I'm like, it's just very claustrophobic being that wealthy. So I get it. But there is a level, I think, of responsibility when you have that kind of platform and money. And I know that people can be like, damn, that ain't his response. No, it's not. He don't have to do it. He he don't have to do shit. Like, every life is about choices. You don't have to do it. He said it. But I think that it helps. If you really want to say you help in the community, I think it definitely helps if you are willing to open the door for somebody else. And it might not even be money. It just could be, hey, I'm going to introduce you to so-and-so. This is the connection for so-and-so. That type of thing. That's all I'm saying. But mm, I'll watch the interview, I guess, eventually, I I suppose. I don't even know where you can watch the interview, to be totally honest with you. Because I'm like, this one thing. Y'all be sharing these clips, but you don't actually share where you got it from. It's it's weird. It's very, very weird. But, uh, you know, I've been... I've been having some mental health issues For the last couple of years But the last couple of months have been even Harder, like the last year has been Quite difficult And I've put on a lot of weight So I'm back on the journey of losing weight Because I weigh the most that I've weighed In over 12 years And As you know, if you follow this podcast I, At one point in my life I lost up to 108 pounds I used to be very very heavy And then I lost a lot of weight Where I had four packs I ain't had six. I tried to buy them at the stove, but they ain't sell them. You know, it was out of stock. I don't know. But I did. I had bam, 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 bam. But I ain't had a bing, bing. I ain't get that. I ain't get the full set. But I was working out every day and running four miles a day. I was weighing food. I was, I was really on it. But when you are going through, I have anxiety. Like, everybody has anxiety. But mine is it impacts what I do like that's how you know that you need help like when it you need when it like impacts your life like being anxious like man I gotta do this speech I'm anxious that's different from damn if I what it'll happen you know if you driving in a plane might fall out of the sky and you might what if this person crash what if I crash what if I fall asleep what if I thought like that that is the type of anxiety that I have and I also was so lucky and, and fortunate that you know the universe loved me so much that they said you know you got anxiety but bam we're gonna hit you with depression as well because it just it'll just level you out you know so you're not constantly just thinking about that it'll just make you very sleepy tired and sad so we want you to have that on top of that and so that kind of happened so I started to like fitness less and less and I started to noticed that everything was harder for me to do like I wanted to do it but like I just physically was very tired and you ever just was like you're sleeping and resting but you're still very tired that's what was happening like I had the will to do it but I just didn't have the my body wasn't connecting with my mind you know it's just it wasn't it's not connecting it wasn't connected so I gained a lot of weight Yes, and with my weight loss, I'm going to be the Queen of the North. I want to feel like the Queen of the North again. Because once I lose this weight again, and I'm successful with it, I feel like I will feel like the Queen of the North. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be Lisa Snow. <laughs> I'm finished. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's going to be me. Oh. Please. Oh, I- Oh, gosh. All right, I want. Listen, I, I'm listen, here. I to... We can do the news now. It's all right, everyone. I want to talk to you about we can, it. We can do the news. Oh. Okay, I'm the whole time. I'm Good evening. <laughs> look at, look at, <laughs> look, look, look. Oh, complicated, complicated, complicated. I'm laughing like a ventriloquist dummy. You are. <laughs> oh, okay, here, all right, let's get to this millennial minutes these are news stories that i think that millennials should know from a millennial so let's go and get into what is going on this week and let's start off with the politics you know how i do i always give you the politicals and i gotta mix it up in there and do it and former vice president mike pence is going against trump for the first time he going against his homeboy yes for the very first time ever apparently he got some he 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 got some some a in his chest he gonna say it with his chest because in the key arizona primary and other primary races mike pence has actually backed other republicans that trump isn't so this is very very interesting when we look at Arizona, it looks like they're both endorsing opposing Don't candidates. Don't be rude. And Mike Pence is actually endorsing Karen Taylor Robson, and Trump is actually endorsing former TV news star, which is not shocking at all. Carrie Lake, yeah. He's, he's, uh, that makes total sense to me. I like, I don't even know her policies, but the fact that she was on television makes sense. It sounds like his kind of person, like, mm, mm. And they also have opposing views in Georgia, Whereas Trump is against Brian Kemp, who is the sitting governor, whereas Pence has endorsed him. So this, well, you know, if Trump does run in 2024. It won't be Pence. OK, Pence won't be the vice president and he will not be on the ticket. I'm almost certain he's probably going to put somebody on a ticket that's like bad crazy, like like real, like way just like, you know, when a tinfoil hat and, you know, they they believe in the deep state that Trump he gonna save babies and kangaroos like he he gonna find him I don't I, they out there mm-hmm. they out there but if he does run which I don't even know if he would like I think at this point Trump doesn't want to lose so much that he would now I know that some people are saying that he's allegedly people are saying that he might run for legal defense. So, you know, the immunity of being the president, the sitting president of the United States, because he got a lot of legal stuff going on. Got some legals. Got some legals. Even though I'm like, Trump, listen, they've never prosecuted a sitting... I mean, Nixon, you didn't watch Nixon? You weren't around for Nixon? Like, come on. And if I get another political text, paper, they've killed more trees. They said, we believe in the environment. I was like, y'all have killed more trees with these goddamn signs and papers. Then I, I think y'all killed the whole Amazon. Like I, I don't want another goddamn paper. Don't send me nothing else. I'm done with y'all. Like I am truly done with y'all. I'm just saying. Don't send me nothing else. No, no, I don't. I don't care. Like I think I got a paper for the dog catcher. Like I just I, I'm tired. Stop. Stop sending them out. And then moving on to Mr. Biden. Yeah, Joseph Biden, President Joe Biden is was in saudi arabia things did not go well it was the fist bump heard around the world yeah so he basically fist bumped the crown prince there who goes by mbs which sounds like a corporation but it is a man and you know that the journalist khashoggi actually was killed, and they believe that it was under the orders of the Crown Prince, and that is why he was dismembered, and he was killed. So, a lot of people are wondering, you know, how are you gonna say that we are a nation that stands for human rights when you over here begging Saudi Arabia for oil? Like, you say, oh, i do anything like a crack addict. Like, what? We can't be over here. We can't be over here doing this, Joe. Tell us something, Joe, because... It's, it's not making sense at all. Like, it's just... It's not... Again, the math is not mathematical. And I don't know. 1 plus 1 is equaling 11. And it's just not adding up. I can suck your dick. Listen. Um, They say that Gassie was trying to go over there and improve relations. They say that they did improve relations. But apparently, he walked away without a deal for oil. Which, therefore, as of Monday... Oil prices have gone by, Go, You know, the, They've you know gone up. the thing. So here's what he said in his speech. He says for an American president to be silent on the issue of human rights is inconsistent with who we are and who I am. And he says that he actually did bring this up in the very first meeting that he had with Prince Mohammed bin Salaam, who they say is more than likely responsible for ordering the 2018 murder of Jamal Khashoggi. Now, I don't know what situation because, like, I get it. Joe Biden right now, gas prices is high and he's trying to get the gas prices down because oil prices have now risen because they went down a bit, you know, because they did the gas tax holiday or whatever. But oil prices have gone back up slightly because he left without getting or securing any Saudi output of oil. So this is interesting. We'll see what happens with this. I don't know if we do depend a lot on foreign oil. But my thing is, some people are saying, well, why don't we just drill here? Drill, baby, drill. I'm like, why don't we try to move away from oil just in general? Like we uh, there are not other options. I think that there's some other options. And I think this is what we've been trying to do. But we've been very resistant on actually getting away from depending on oil because even if you drill here you only it it's finite i've said that word twice the word of the day you only have but so much so eventually you're gonna run out of oil like i i don't know what what when will we learn and it's bad for the environment like i don't i don't know i don't know but i think we should probably try to start Distancing and moving away from the depend- dependence on oil altogether. Like, let- let's figure out what that looks like. Yeah, yeah, I know it's scary. Change is definitely scary. It really is. Do you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump? This mother Tucker is running for president. This goddamn Fox Tucker is trying to run for president. Trump, come get your homeboys. I don't know what you had did, but this Tucker is over there being a uh, he being a mother Tucker, and I don't I don't know, I don't know. Come and get him. Come and get him. Your homeboy can't run. For, well, he can technically. Anybody can run. Apparently, just you know, just don't be. I don't know, cause like honestly, we've had really dumb presidents we've had insurrection presidents apparently one of them might even be not living i'm i don't know at this point like what are the qualifications of being a president at in, anymore i don't know so he can but we don't want him to like if you are on television just be on television like that's okay if that's what you do, do that. Like, you real good at that. Just do that. That is what you was supposed to do. You supposed to be on television. You don't, you don't need to run the country. Running a country and being on television are two very different things. And I feel like Trump has created a world where everyone feels like they can just run for president, which is great on some aspects. But on some aspects, it is not. Like, it's not like just... You, anybody can work at McDonald's, okay? If they teach you how to do the fries, you go, boop, boop, drop fries. Works. You know what I mean? It's every job not like that. Like, everybody can't be a doctor. Well, let me not say that. Everybody can be a doctor. Everybody shouldn't be a doctor. Like, there's certain people that should be a doctor. There's certain people that shouldn't. Same thing like a writer, There's certain people that should write, and then there's certain people that shouldn't write. Certain people that should teach, and there's certain people that shouldn't teach. And Tucker Carlson is one of them people that I don't think should be president ever. And at this point, it's not even about, although I am a Democrat, I am more leaning towards democratic policies, but it's not even about policies. It's just about common sense. It's about common sense at this point, we're going to see more and more and more and more of this. We're going to see more and more and more of people like these trumpets that's going to come out of the woodwork. At some point, we will have president candidate Marjorie Taylor Greene, which socks it, shocks me every day. Socks and shocks me that she is a sitting United States Congresswoman. That is shocking. When you see the stuff that some of these people say and do, like the fact that she told AOC that she should just take the compliment of some white random guy telling her that she's a big booty Latina and not thinking that that is a, a, it's a stereotype. Like, why would I take that as a compliment? It is a stereotype. And at no point, it's I would never accept the stereotype as a compliment that's like saying, oh, you know, you can read well for a woman. Like, what is that? That's not a compliment. It's not a compliment at all. Like, I don't understand it. I, I don't get it. And the fact that people voted for her makes me sad. It just, it makes me very very sad because it's i don't even know if it's about policies anymore it's not even about policies it's about being entertaining and who can say the craziest thing why is that american politics i don't know and watch out for the big girls watch out for the big girls big bigger girl. because lizzo is coming through with this album Special dropped last Friday, and I have been bumping this album since Friday. The songs are like earworms, they stick in your head, and that is what you want. And I've not listened to the radio, so it's not a radio play that made me like this. Cause initially I wasn't a big fan of Beyoncé's song Break Your Soul, but I listened to the radio enough and I kept hearing it. And eventually I started to like the song more. Whereas with Lizzo, I didn't listen to hear this on the radio yet. It was just, I listened to the album and was like, this song is catchy. I like it. It's very, it sounds similar. I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of this music sounds a lot alike. Like if they were triplets or twins or sisters or brothers, you wouldn't be able to tell them apart. Like it's very similar but i like the tone of the album it matches this is a set like you're not gonna be listening to oh make sure you love yourself and then pump that pump that booty popping it, it pump. like it it's not it's very consistent it's very consistent throughout so congratulations to lizzo she's gonna win some grammys for this she got nominated for a couple of emmys for a song for her show Watch out for the big girls, I think, is the name of the show. So, congratulations to Lizzo. Like, she's just doing it. She did the whole Lizzo verse, which was sponsored by American Express and like Amazon Music. It was streaming on Twitch. Just great. I got a little bit of it. Just great. She's just, she's just so great. And I got to watch that and it made me understand aura of Lizzo like her the really the vibe of the reason why I think a lot of people like Lizzo is because they like Lizzo like Lizzo is one of those people that's very likable stardom hasn't sucked her into the you better than everybody else vibe so it she's very approachable very humble and I don't know if it's because she's on she's in the inside but it's like she's on the outside looking in and I don't know if that is what it is Lizzo Is that girl now I will sit here and this is what I'm going to say Lizzo is that girl in every sense of the word and she's so dope one of the things that irritates me though is when I keep hearing people say she's so brave like brave what did she what she do like I'm trying to figure out I don't hear nobody saying like oh Beyonce so brave for being naked on that horse you know than having her amazing boobies out like she is so brave like the only time people say that is if you fat that is the only time to- oh if they think you shouldn't wear it or they think you're ugly in some way that is the only time people say she's so brave I wish I had her confidence to me, I'm like, keep that shit to yourself. Like, I I know what it means, and I hate hearing it. Like, I hate that shit. Stop it. Like, just say she's rocking this out. Now she's so brave. What is she? What does she do? Was she? Did she? Was she in a war or something? Like, what? What did she do? Like, did she save a cat from a tree? Like, what? Why is she so brave? And we keep using this to describe Lizzo like I am confused and I think that that's what this is but talented she is like I said Grammy's up the wazoo for this this is gonna be one of them albums this will be one of those albums she's number one on iTunes she was number two on the Billboard charts behind Harry Styles we'll see we'll see what happens but congratulations to Lizzo I'm I am impressed I am impressed by this album I like it a lot it's in the vein of the miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Not the same type of, it's not on the same level. Don't get me, don't get me to lying because I don't think any artist has really come, well, not any. I don't think there's very many artists, there we go, that have come to the levels of the miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Like Lauryn Hill is just that, that, that album was, I, I don't know if I know too many albums that have those types of songs that have the longevity and the playability That the miseducation of Lauryn Hill had like the impact that she had and that's one album and people are considering her the one of the greatest female MCs off of one album that was a hit that album is a hit and I will think that Lizzo perhaps we'll see time because it's a different time now the longevity of music is like two seconds so we'll see we'll see people are even listening to it next week but i like it very 80s vibe i like it all right let me let me go get a sugar daddy because social security is actually gonna be raising next year they said by 2023 you might see 10.8 percent raise because you know they give you an annual increase and inflation is a son of a bitch So right now, in order to make sure that you can still live, they got to increase Social Security. So let me go on and find me a sugar daddy so he can go and pay all that up. I don't know if this is a win. Is this a win for Joe Biden? This is something that people can say that he did raise Social Security under him, but technically it, it raises every, I think it raises annually or it's supposed to or something like that or every couple of years. But we'll see what and how this impacts him since this will be like the largest increase, I think ever that they've had which is like inflation is bad i'm not even gonna lie to you i've said this before but it's not even funny like you really gonna have to bring them clear heels and twerk something to get out the goddamn grocery store when you see the prices of things that used to be them chips used to be 25 cent now them chips is a dollar the little can and the stuff is not even bigger like it don't even be bigger it just be tricking you it it tricks you to think that it's bigger but it's not everything is more expensive i was looking at the candy that used to be 99 cent now the candy is a dollar 19 i'm like what is going on chicken a pack of chicken is nineteen ninety nine. like the 10 the $20 bill is the the old 10 like the 10 the new 20 now like if you know how ten dollars you didn't quite cut it, but twenty dollars you could really make a meal. Like you could go to the... kids. Listen, I'm not even lying to you. At one point, you could go to the store with twenty dollars and you could get food for a couple days. I'm not even kidding now you could probably buy maybe juice maybe bread like that's really where we're at in this society and it's bad i I don't know what we're gonna do about it because things are getting kind of rough out here in these streets so bring y'all bring your heels in your pole p valley in this mother sucker we got a p valley in this walmart in order to get out like we ain't even going to target now that's why target having problems we gotta go to walmart we got walmart money not Target. and i want to be in Target, but i got walmart money so we over here twerking something in that walmart come on over here with y'all so security come on we we outside we outside we can need these groceries boy Craig Robinson and you remember him from The Office and from Hot Tub Time Machine which that movie was so ridiculously stupid it was funny. I actually watched the movie several times I'm not even gonna lie to you I really did like that movie and he also was the voice in the new Bad Guys movie I think he was the shark but Craig Robinson who was hilarious actually had to be evacuated from a club in north carolina a comedy club when a guy brandished a gun and told everybody to get out of the club and he started to discharge the weapon i don't know what's going on with comedians but this is a hat like that's a dangerous ass industry now i don't know it's dangerous as hell i Mm, if you're a comedian you better start you 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 better take a training or something because it's it's getting rough out here in these comedy clubs i don't know what's in the water maybe it's the fact that some of them require you to have a two drink minimum and it can't be water like i you know i i don't know like we need to figure this out like what is it that's going on all right so let's, this is, this is an article that I saw that I think that more millennials and people just in general should read about and hear about because not a lot of people are talking about it. I saw this in the New Yorker, but I've talked about this before because being an African American and I grew up in, I know every black person knows somebody that's that I got Indian in my family. My great grandmother is half Jeep Grand Turkey. like everybody know somebody. And in this particular instance, that's not always true. Like some people have never done an Ancestry.com. They have no idea. They just heard some stuff. They heard it through the grapevine and they kind of believed it. But it might be true, but it may not be that you are actually Native American in bloodline. Hear me out. The indigenous folks actually engaged in the transatlantic slave trade. Slavery and racism is so ingrained, so deep in the foundation of the United States of America that even other people of color engaged in the transatlantic slave trade. Not every tribe did, but there were tribes that owned people. They enslaved black people. I am not kidding you. Even after the civil war, they, because black people were free at that point, Slave people were no longer slaves, they had to make them citizens of their nations, and that's kind of what this is about. So, the New Yorker is going over a story from an Oklahoma woman named Johnny Mae Austin, and this happened back in the 70s. That she was kicked out of the Muskogee Nation or the Creeks because she was black, so her ancestors who were enslaved by the Creek people, got citizenship from them. And she found out that she was no longer a part of their nation because she was no longer getting announcements for meetings and notices for election or news for monetary settlements. She was no longer getting that because there were two lists that were made that considered people citizens. One was defined by blood and the other one was defined by freedmen and her ancestors were on that freedmen role, which they no longer accepted as a citizen of that particular nation. And here's a just a little excerpt from it. And it's saying the Muscogee people also referred to as the Creeks were among the tribes that once enslaved people of African descent, and that were required in the wake of the civil war to accept them as tribal citizens, a tribal enrollment consensus around the start of the 20th century split the Muscogee citizenry into groups separate, but by no means equal. And this. My friend should tell you all you need to know. So that it's, I just find it quite interesting. Go read the New Yorker article. It's very informing and it's eye-opening. I'm like, what? But yeah, so some of y'all are thinking that you are, you probably do have a connection to native ancestry or native uh, tribes or nations. But it might not be because they actually were your relatives as much as they owned them. So just, I'm just saying. So when y'all black people out there don't want to be black because it's not good to be black. It's good to be a little other mixed with a little something. It makes you feel like you better or something. Sometimes you don't always know 100% what's going on. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay, speaking of just leaving people out would you leave your kid that you've known for five years at daycare hmm would you do that would you could you I don't think I could but apparently a man who is in I believe he's in the Philippines actually did decide that he was going to leave his five-year-old son at daycare He abandons his son. Oh, it was in China. Actually, he abandoned his son because he found out that he wasn't the father. So the short of it was the mother of this child, for whatever reason, no no one knows where she is. I'm like, maybe y'all should be a little concerned about that. You know, maybe a little concerned, but they don't know where she's at. She left the child with his father, who at the time assumed that this was in fact his biological son. He had a paternity test because I guess he had some doubts. If the mother is okay and she just up and left a child, that makes her a shitty ass mother. Okay. So if she was out here in these streets, the father didn't trust it. He wouldn't have a paternity test. Come to find out the kid ain't his. So he had dropped the kid off that morning by, I guess, 12 the afternoon. They called him with the paternity test and he said, nope, I ain't doing it. So when it rolled around for him to come pick up the child, he left him. He left them at the daycare. He never came back to get them ever. And they've been trying to get the grandparents. It's just the father's people to come get them. And they also said, no, here's the thing. I don't think that you should take care of anybody's child. You are not obligated to do that. If this is not your biological child, at no point are you obligated to do that here in the United States. I don't know what the rules are in China, but here in the United States, unless you adopt that child. If the child is in your custody legally, then you are required to take care of that child. Now, here's what I say. What say you? I say that this shit shows how shitty of a person you are. If being a parent is more than just about blood. You mean to tell me you built bonds with this child, you've taken care of this child, you've talked to this child, you've hugged this child, you took care of this child when this child was sick, and then all of a sudden it's like, I don't have any connection to this child at all? Like, I understand that you might be hurt, but the kid didn't ask to be here. He didn't ask for this shitty-ass parents. Like, the child didn't do anything to you to completely have that disconnect from this child after you've been with him for five years and he's the only you are the only parent that he has I think says a lot about this person I think it says a lot and I know it's a lot of other men that would do the same thing it hurts to know that you've been taking care of this child and it's not your child but it's not that child's fault either and the fact that you built a bond and he's the only person you know Come on, man. Imagine the abandonment issues this child is going to have. Like he's going to need a ton of therapy. Cuz this is these are two people in his life that just up and just left him. I I don't know if I, If that happened to me, I mean, of course, I'm a woman, so you either know if the child is yours or or not, unless you go into like a coma or something, or they switch the baby at birth. So let's say they switched the baby at birth, and I've raised this baby from the time the baby was little. I don't know if I could just disconnect from this child like that. I think I would still have a very big connection to the child, because the child was under my care i love this child and love from a parent is more than just biological it's deeper than that it's building that bond that connection so i don't know if i could just that mm, that you a shitty ass daddy that's all i got to say with that you a real shitty ass daddy and the boss got the biggest pulse p-stream apparently because Rick Ross went on a podcast and he divulged some information that none of us needed to know. Pretty much he said he likes to piss on you so you might not get no lemon pepper wings but you might get a little yellow yellow springs from him because he likes to pee on people. He said he wants to pee on the back of people's necks and you know that. He said he doesn't get down like that with the booty, but he will piss on you. Just, just saying. So I guess, I, I don't know. I, I am confused. And this that no one needed to know. Like, I didn't listen to this full podcast. So I have no idea how they got there. Maybe it did get here out of a natural flow of conversation. I'm pretty sure it did, but I'm pretty sure somebody brought up the fact that somebody eats, Nick Mill says he eats ass, and I'm, I'm almost certain that this was Rick Ross's rebuttal to that, or his like, I don't do that, so you know you always gotta up the ante, because nobody wants to be seen as boring in the bed anymore, and because everybody been watching porn since they 13, and all porn now is just like, really rapey, or just plain Weird or out of the box. It's like something that's just like they gotta jump off the roof and then slide into the window and then they gotta hit you in the head. And then that, like that's a whole probably genre right there. Like abuse point. Like I d I don't know. Like things have gotten real, real weird. And so I think that this is his way of trying to not seem boring it's like, what else can I say? I don't yes, but I will piss on people. I'd better be hard, boss. Hot. Like, I think that's what this is. Like, really? No one needed to know that. No one, no one needed to know that. Because on the show, he says, I'm just letting you know that that ain't a rosé th- right thing right there, meaning eating ass. And I want you to respect getting peed on from your neck down. And if it splash a little on your face when I'm the boss, you know what I like. You know what I want. It ain't even a question. All right. I'm, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I, I'm, is this what people do? You're not pissing on me. Like, I, call me born. I'm born as hell. Like, I, you're not pissing on me. I don't know. Like, at, the, what is the allure? Somebody tell me. Some somebody tell me like it wasn't like you was one day you was a kid you pissed on yourself and you was like ooh this is this is it I this is it right here this is I think this gonna be my jam I wanna be pissy like is that it is that what that is cause I, no not for me and lastly but certainly yeah it's the last thing today I was gonna say not least but yeah lastly but certainly not least yeah that still makes sense yeah yeah it still works it still works was the report about kevin samuel's cause of death they actually have released it the fulton county medical examiner says that his cause of death was from hypertension they actually said at the time of his death it looks like he was on a medication for hypertension and he had the thickening of his heart walls so this should curb the conspiracy theories that people are saying that the girl did something to him or whatever. So this should do it. Now, if you wanna believe a conspiracy theory, you probably just gonna believe it. But this to me is what it is. And I was like, I think that people should take your health more seriously. And to know that just because you are a smaller person doesn't mean that you are absolutely 100% without a doubt, healthy. Health is not correlated with weight exclusively like I think sometimes we think oh I'm not heavy so I'm good whereas that's not the case and it's very ironic that this is in fact what he died from when he was talking about a lot of bigger women being unhealthy when in fact he himself had hypertension it just it doesn't make any sense when you look back on it And again, you know, condolences to his family. I'm not going to sit here and say whatever because it is somebody's family member or loved one. But I think that we do need to recognize that people's death is the most important part of their life because it's a reflection on who they were. So we cannot sit here and change because we do that a lot where we want to sanctify people who pass away. I didn't even do that with my own mama. When my mother died, she had some issues and some problems. My mother was had some substance abuse issues and she you know was a narcissist and had some issues in her life that's who she was it doesn't mean i didn't love her doesn't mean i don't miss her but that's who she was and i think that we do need to stop doing that like the person lived a life that's the life they lived we're not gonna change who they were now that they passed away because when you change history it changes the way people perceive that individual, which is not always true. And that's why we have all of these slave holding school names because we wanted to go out there and just change. Yay, state rights when this was about slavery the entire time. You can even go back and read like the documents. It was about slavery, the letters that they was right. It was about slavery. But we changed what the people were. To make us feel better because what they were didn't match what the time was no 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 so whatever he was when he passed away is what he was whether you liked it or you disliked it that's who he was but what i will say is that he was able to at least feel some levels of success before he passed away so in that case maybe somebody watched this video and decided that they wanted to go on and do some type of media maybe he changed somebody's life somewhere so i try to find a positivity in every aspect of the word even if they were doing media because they didn't like what he was saying they went against what he was saying or vice versa whatever the case may be Hmm. okay yes so this concludes millennial minutes if you want to go back and read any of the articles today make sure you do that i'll try to link them I try to link them so you can see what articles that i was reading today but this is a millennial minutes day make sure you tune in next week we will have some more amazing topics i might have a guess i'm not sure if it, at the very minimum probably be d probably be dv here but i don't know i don't know this is gonna be a surprise i'm surprised you're surprised we're surprised everybody's gonna be surprised but make sure you stay safe out there thank you so much for listening i appreciate you guys support oh yes and the duplicates okay so here's what happened you're seeing double because i started uploading the video to spotify spotify now has podcast video so now you can watch the podcast as opposed to just listen to them and spotify does not put the podcast on every platform so if you're seeing it twice that's why so if you were like what wait why that's why but if you listen to it and it's not on spotify you can't actually watch it you can only hear it so it just sounds like i uploaded it twice but trust me i didn't so if you want to watch the video which is just a little avatar me go ahead go to spotify tune in it's great okay all right